Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. Chuck Duran. Welcome to an awesome new episode of VO Buzz Weekly. Absolutely. And we hope you guys are doing great out there wherever yeah. you are, right? We love hearing from you, so thank you for all the email comments mm -hmm. and beautiful words and stuff like that. Keep those little suckers coming because we love them. <laughs> um, we have a great show for you guys. We have Laura Jill Miller on the show. Yeah. Um, animation domination. That's all what I'm going to say. She is freaking awesome, and you guys are going to love her. I know. She's wonderful. So let's go talk to her right now. Hey guys, you may recognize our guest from the 80s sitcom Give Me a Break with Nell Carter, or you might recognize her from Disney Junior hit shows like Henry Monster and Doc McStuffins, or Nick Jr.'s Wow Wow Websy. We love her. She's awesome. She's smart. She's funny. She's fabulous. She's Laura Jill Miller. Let's Laura get Jill Miller! Yay! Put it there, baby. Hey! Boom! Oh, wow, you guys have a Oh, wow. On. Did you hear that explosion? Let's do another one. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you are Chuck so cool. Accessories. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I didn't mean to hurt you with my no, no, that's okay. uh, with my manliness there. I did polish my nails for this though. It's, I you, love it. You polished your nails. Yeah. This is amazing. Oh, don't fabulous. Take it close and they match your and toes. The toes. My toes. This is yeah. beautiful. Do you always do this when you go out? No. To meet people that you haven't seen in a yes. while? Okay, yes. good. That's a good answer. Um, wow, it's so cool. I can't even believe that you're here. The last time you were here in this studio was when we were recording demos. Yes, yeah. a million years ago. A million years ago. And man, I remember like even the first time that I met you, I'm like, wow, this girl is so freaking cool. She's relentless. She will stop at nothing. <laughs> it's like you put a wall in front Love of her it. and she's going to go through it and make sure she gets where she wants to go, okay. which... That's what she's going to talk about a little bit today. It's yeah. so cool. So let's get started. Okay. You have a very, very interesting childhood, and you were a child star. Yeah. And you started out doing dinner theater and broad Broadway television or whatever. Yep. Right? Yep. And all this wonderful stuff. Can you go back, give us a little bit of all your story and how that all uh, got you into... Thing. Don't, not yeah. a little. We like the details. The whole details, and then how you got back. into voiceover as well. Okay. So, I started doing dinner theater work in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where I'm from. Yeah. And I even got into that sort of by accident, backwards. I um, saw in our newspaper that they were opening up this new dinner theater, and I saw a picture, and it looked like a carousel, but it was really a theater in the round. Mm -hmm. And I read the article, and I was like, what's an audition? Like, what does that mean, Dad? And he what told is me. An yeah, and he's <laughs> never um, forgiven himself. No. Um, so, I went to this audition for The Sound of Music in my hometown, and I got it. And then literally I got every show after that in Allentown. Wow. I love it. Um, Which child did you play? Uh, in Sound of Music, Gretel, and then I was Baby oh. Louise and Gypsy, and then I played Oliver in Oliver, and then I was Amaryllis in The Music Man, and I just did every show there. Mm -hmm. Then, at some random cast party, somebody um, told my mom about 
that they were having these open auditions in New York for a Broadway show. And she said, you know, you should go to New York and tell us all what a real New York Broadway audition is like. Yeah. So I went. And my mom and I schlepped to New York on the Bieber bus, which is this, you know. What does schlep mean? You know, I'm kidding. I'm totally okay. kidding. Go. Um, and I went to an open call for the show Evita. Um, and I didn't know what that was, but, and there were like six, eight hundred kids there. Yeah. And we all went into a room and sang happy birthday in groups of 20 or 30. And they narrowed it down and narrowed it down. And I was there for six, eight hours. Yeah. And, um, I was narrowed down to the last, I think like five or 10 kids. And then they picked the blondest kids and then asked the rest of us if we would be willing to dye our hair blonde if we didn't outgrow the part, mm -hmm. you know, once, I don't know if the other people outgrew it yeah. or something. And it was... That was it. So that was pretty good for my first Broadway audition. Uh, yeah. But on the way out the door, I heard familiar music in the door next door. And I <laughs> See said, what I'm talking about? Yeah. She stops so she at nothing. She opened the door yeah. and said, no. Hello. Well, I kind of did. I kind of looked in and I said, hey, what's going on in here? I know this music because I didn't know the music for Avita. Yeah, that was yeah. a new show. Right. And they said, we're all we're having auditions for Music Man. And I said, oh, I'm in that show. I, I just did it. Can, can I audition for this one too? <laughs> and the guy like sort of closed the door and somebody else came back and he was a, a short man. That's kind of what I remembered from when I was little. And he said, do you sing? And I said, mm-hmm. He said, do you dance? And I said, mm-hmm. He said, do you play the piano? And I said, oh yeah. And he said, do you have an agent? And I said, no. And he said, do you have a manager? And I said, no. And he said, do you have a headshot? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he said, can I have your phone number? And I said, sure. And I gave him my phone number. Oh. Well, yeah, then Joe, I told my mom, I know. I told my mom and she like sort of yelled at me because you're not right. supposed to give your phone number yeah. to strangers. <laughs> and to strangers. <laughs> by the time I got home, there was a message on the answering machine to come in tomorrow and meet And we were like, Okay, we didn't really hear it. It's an answering machine, you know, right, with a right. cassette tape. Yeah. yeah. So we go in the next day, and this day, like, my dad drives us in. So we're so driving in. you went in back to Allentown, and then you went back to, to New, New York. York the next day. And I meet, that was Dick Van Dyke. Wow. And I'm here, and he's, like, here, and I oh go. Oh, my gosh. You know, and then yeah. I, and he has, he had really big feet. Like, I saw him wearing these big <laughs> yeah. sneakers. And yeah, his feet like, are like that. Yeah. And then I sang from the show. I um, tap danced. I played the piano, you know, from Music Man. Da na 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 na. And and I did the scene. And I had just done the show oh, at the dinner so theater. So zone. yeah. And I was little, and I'm really little for my age. So like, or I'm kind of smart. <laughs> and then I was really smart for what they thought I was because yeah. I'm really little. And. Um, and then I guess it just went great, and I got the part. Wow. <laughs> so amazing. So um, I went on tour, and it was with Dick Van Dyke and Christian Slater, you know, before yeah. he was Christian Slater. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Carol Arthur was in it. That's Dom DeLuise's wife. Mm -hmm. um, Iggy Wolfington. Uh, it was just so cool. Dream. I went on tour. Um, Los Angeles, Reno, San Francisco, Chicago, Minneapolis, back to Broadway. We didn't last very long on Broadway. Um and then, in the midst of all that, I ended up getting an agent because I didn't have an agent. Right. But once you're sort of like a child, you're a child commodity star kind of. You're marketable. Well, That's it's kind of true because yeah. like, yeah, by yeah. the time I was in LA, and then casting directors would see the show and they'd be like, "Oh, come in for this audition," and mm. we're like, "Well, I don't have an agent," so I ended up getting an agent. Um, and then I went, really, like one of my first auditions was for. Um, 
give me a break. And it was just uh, like an open call. Yeah. Um, not an open call, but we went in to meet the casting director. Right. Yeah. And at that point, that was Randy Stone, and I just remember meeting him and laughing the whole time because I thought he looked like Donny Osmond. <laughs> and I was just like, you look like Donny, oh, you know. And, yeah. you know. and then they, I had a screen test in New York, and then they flew me to California, and I stayed. And it was, what, so six cool. seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, so seven wow. years on a TV show, and um, that must have been kind of fun. Yeah, it was. It was great. It was great. I mean, I think unlike most child stars, yeah. I just had the best time. I'm I mean, sure. I probably because really... Nell Carter has a Broadway background. You guys had that. Kind well, of... we just clicked from yeah. the very yeah. first day we met. Um, like when I was flown movie. out here. Um, I signed a network deal, and that's like when you're sort of down to the last couple people, and you yeah. you, nego you negotiate the contract first before you even know you have the part. Yeah. But I my network deal was for Samantha and Julie, so nice. I had like a double shot of getting in the show. Nice. And in fact, little known those are good odds. Yeah, little known secret. Little known <laughs> secret. The first two days of Give Me a Break, I actually played Julie. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then they sort of shuffled us back around, and then I was Samantha. Right. But I really bonded with Nell. And um, she didn't bond with everybody, but she bonded with me. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. How did your How it. did your parents feel about all this? They were oh, like probably freaking out, yeah, right? Yeah, it was, it was I, I mean, my mom already went on tour with me with The Music Man, and yeah. that was just some huge thing. I mean, we're from a small town in of Pennsylvania, course. and yeah. all of a sudden, my mom said she found herself on the road with her youngest daughter going, what, you know, I have to rent a car, I have to find yeah. places to live. Um, but they were always just supportive and proud of me, and um, and yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay, so you've had all this excitement growing up. This was really beautiful. So how did all that turn into this voiceover thing that you're building right now? <sighs> okay, so after Give Me a Break, I actually sort of left the business to pursue my education. And I went back to New York, and I went to college, I went to NYU, and then I went to law school. Yeah, I did. I love it. And then um, I took the Pennsylvania and New Jersey bars thinking, oh, I'm out of show business, of course I'm gonna move back home. Yeah. And then, I don't know what I was thinking, and then I took the New York bar too, and I passed all three on my first try. Of course you did. And, well, why um, wouldn't you? And then I worked as like a legal assistant for a while, you know, only at night so I could have yeah. my days free. Mm -hmm. And I was doing actually voiceover stuff in New York all through then. Every time I would come home on hiatus, um, but back then, it was just commercials, yeah. you know, radio spots and commercials. Um, and that was because <laughs> there were the little blonde P&G, Procter & Gamble kids, yeah. Yeah, who yeah. did the on-camera commercials, and, and I was the one... sweaters. And, yeah. yeah, and I was the one who did the radio <laughs> spots <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the voiceovers. Because yeah. um, you're so dark and exotic looking. Right. Yes. Um, so after law school and then being sort of... Um, underwhelmed with that career. Yeah. Um, one cold, snowy winter day, I came back to California because my friend said, you should come back out for pilot season and stay with me. And I said, oh, don't say it twice. And she said, you should stay with me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and um, I came back to LA and literally one of my very first auditions, um, well, it was for, uh, what was it? Well, the Amanda show I did and Chicken Soup for the Soul, those were on-camera things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I had a meeting with someone at Saban, and it was he was in post-production, and he's like, hey, did you ever think of doing cartoons? This is not really how it usually works. Yeah, and way. this yeah. was before you did any animation, I right? had never done any okay, animation. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, no, but I do voiceovers. And, um, and by the way, I came out to California with like, you know, a box of headshots and like a suitcase of clothes. I mean, right. I didn't know I was gonna stay. Yeah. And, um, 
I ended up having this audition for Digimon. Uh, I figured I didn't get it. Um, a couple weeks later, they said, you got a part. And I just thought, oh, I got like a little part maybe for yeah. one day. How yeah. exciting. And I came in and everyone was like, hey, you're the eighth Digi-Destined child. Welcome. And, <laughs> and then I was like sort of the new sort of star of the show yeah. for the yeah. next season yeah. and the movie. And, oh, my and then gosh. I, um, yeah, and then... Well, a little sidebar. Yeah. When Jeff Nimoy was on the show. Yeah. He told a story of how, because we were teasing about his Emmy. Hi, Nimoy. Um, and he was saying how you know you you were completely new at anime and how we were joking with the and he's like I think I even took my Emmy and like it gave her a little back massage because you were kind of like what am I doing but he you have to watch this episode because it was hilarious okay was really well funny. and I had no idea I didn't know what like the carrots were or the, these carrots mm -hmm. to take a breath or yeah. you know FX or. I didn't know any of that stuff. And I remember like my very first day there, I think I had to eat watermelon and it was like Kari eats watermelon. And I look through the glass and I'm like, where is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know how to make sound effects. Like I knew nothing. I learned on the job on that show. Yeah. Um, but it was great. And that was before Pro Tools and stuff. So like mm -hmm. when you had to match lip flaps, you had to match lip flaps. Oh gosh. Right. You know, come right. in on the fourth beep and that's, yeah. Yeah. So um, I learned that, and I did a whole bunch of like video games and stuff my first year here, and um, and then I got Clifford's Puppy Days, and then I was sort of like, yeah. oh, okay, well I'm the title role in the new show, and here I am, LA, and I brought my little box of um, cassette tapes of voiceovers that I'd done oh, in gosh, New York, yeah. and I was like. Because, you know, they were like, you need a reel, and you have to have a website. And I was like, web website? I mean, people yeah. didn't have websites yeah. when they first came out. No, yeah. no. And um, I sort of put together a, a tape with just, you know, here, all the commercials I did in New York. Yeah. And um, finally, after I booked a few more shows, mm -hmm. um, I had voices, and then I came into you and was like, hey, here's my voices. That's right. Oh, I remember that. We put your uh, your some of your demos together. And yeah. Singing demo yeah. and animation. Oh, yeah, and, and that was from like and... one of those video game yeah. things that I did. Yeah. That was cool, man. Yeah. He's good. Uh, I... <laughs> That's what they say. It's I'm going to go truth. along with it. I second uh, that. That is so cool, man. So uh, right now, you're working on a ton of cool things, yeah. which we love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to you wanna brag a little bit? Okay. About some of your current <laughs> stuff? Oh, gee, twist my arm. Right now, I'm uh, doing the fourth season of Doc McStuffins. Yes. Playing okay. Lammy. Uh, we just finished the second season of Henry Huggle Monster. They, I don't think they've even aired all of them yet. Uh, I finished the third season of Psy Girls. That's Psy, like science. Um, that's on PBS. It's won Emmys and stuff. It's a really cool show. Yeah, wow. Um, what else did I... Oh, I'm working on a new show on Nickelodeon that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Nice. But as soon... <laughs> we know it's a new show just on Nickelodeon. Just keep watching well, Nickelodeon. I even <laughs> actually asked my agent today, yeah. and I said, can you ask them? Am I yeah, allowed no. to say? And she's like, Better yeah, no. Now you can't say yeah. anything yet. And so, so stay tuned. Yeah, um, which I always think is silly that they do that because you could be actually promoting the show for them before it even comes yeah. out. Yeah, well, I oh, know well. in the very beginning you're not really allowed to say yeah. because, quite frankly, you could be edited out or totally. recast or something, yeah. so you're not really supposed to say until you air. But yeah. we're like in episode 26 or 7 by now. I think right. I'm still in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't want to rest on your laurels, but, you know? Oh, man, that is so, so cool. So I want to go back a little bit. So you've been performing since you were little, and... You know, how did you kind of keep, I mean, you obviously have a really supportive, wonderful family, which is amazing. Yeah. Yes. How did you kind of stay sane growing up in the spotlight, which wasn't always, I'm sure, very kind? Sane or sane. Yeah. Um, yeah. My parents. Yeah. yeah. And two older sisters who would beat me up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, I like telling the stories that we had this um, 
huge uh, air hockey table in our basement. Right. Yeah. And I was so little, and you know, we'd be like, let's strip her down and lay her on the air hockey table and see if she'd levitate. <laughs> and she would be close. Or we had, um, what is it called when you have um, the vacuum cleaner that's in the house, like built into the house? Oh, yes. Built in vacuum. Yeah, you just open up. Yeah, you open up the thing. Yeah, yeah, so they'd stick my butt on it, you know? No way. <laughs> so, no. So you, uh, kept, you stayed humble. Yeah, two older <laughs> sisters will do that to you. Yeah. Um, no, my parents, they're just really great. And show business wasn't like this dream of theirs yeah. at all. Right. I just ended up doing it. And they, like I said, they were always supportive. And mm -hmm. um, they were just sort of my facilitators to, to do, you know, my yeah. dream right. and it's weird because it wasn't really my dream I just sort of ended up doing it but yeah. it was my life and you know my parents just wanted the best for us yeah and then you know I can credit them only so much but then I have a good head on my shoulders and I knew what was right from wrong I mean I knew on the set who was doing drugs and who wasn't and yeah. I knew where to get them if I wanted them I knew darn straight where to get them if I wanted them yeah um but I didn't because I'm like an overachiever and you know, yeah. Yeah, I you got wouldn't be able to remember school. all the yeah. questions we're asking you if you did, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Um, so no, it's clear you have a good your focus. I mean, so so as you've been living in this career for so long, I mean, is it still does it still feel like the home? Right place to be? Yeah, it feels yeah. like home. I mean, I left for a while, yeah. and you know, being a lawyer is really acting anyway. Um, and Why? I, well, because I have I have stories like you know you go in front of the judge and and you say um, I'm sorry, Your Honor. Um, I'm just gonna have to make a phone call and see if I can get more money. And then you go out to the hall and you go like beep 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 beep. Hi, hi, Daddy. You know, <laughs> hi, boyfriend. You know, uh, okay, uh, yeah, I'll be back. And then you go, I'm sorry, Your Honor. And you know, you didn't. You yeah, know. you didn't do anything. No. What so kind of law were you focusing on? Uh, insurance defense. It was oh. litigation. Wow. So I know all about cervical spines. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do, right? Let alone my injuries, but... What uh, is yeah. the most common misconception about the cervical spine, did you find? Well, people always think, like, after a car accident, if they didn't immediately go to the hospital, they're like, oh, you're not injured. But right. it happens later. Absolutely. So, yeah. Way later. That's what my chiropractor says. This pain you're experiencing right now may have happened from three years this ago. This is the new show. Large and Miller, attorney at law. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Coming to Nick yeah. Jr. <laughs> Almost a doctor. No, I love it. I love it. So I wanted to talk about this real quick because when we when we first met and we did all your demos and all that stuff, afterwards you were so cool. You were like, Chuck, how can I ever repay you and blah, blah. I would love to take you out to dinner. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. You know, don't worry about it. You go, how about Benihana? I'm like, okay. You know, I love Benihana. It's like one of my favorite places. And that was so cool. Free plug. By the way, yeah. I have to say this. You haven't I have, been back since. No, no, no. I've been back many times. I have never, ever gone out to dinner or been taken out to dinner by a client. Many people have said, hey, can I buy you a coffee? I'm like, I don't have time for coffee. Right. Benny Hanna was the magic word. Yeah, see, there you go. Night, during the day, uh -huh. you don't have time. Now you know. Uh, <laughs> the bar has been set. The yeah. bar has been set. So let's let's go into a little bit of a technical thing here because okay. one of the cool things that, I, that I've learned about you through the years and knowing you and stuff is that any time that I've ever said, yeah, well, gosh, you know, I really hope that I book this thing, you book it. And like you, you book stuff, and you do you audition for things? Oh yeah. Of course you do. Oh yeah. That's what I wanted the answer to be. What What do you do? 
when you get an audition that comes in, let's say an animation, okay, and it's got a little picture on it and it's got a little description or Hopefully whatever. Hopefully it has a picture on it. Hopefully it has Sometimes a picture it doesn't on have it. A okay, on well, it. give us both scenarios. An audition comes in, one doesn't have a, a, a picture on it. How do you figure out what you're going to do and how do you feel about when you send that in? What is your thought process? Okay, well, if there's a picture on it, sometimes it's easier because, you know, they're either fat or they have braces or they right. have glasses and you can sort of, you know, and then, of course, they're either a girl or a boy or not. They're an animal. Yeah. Like, who knows what mm -hmm. they are. Um, and sometimes you do a couple different takes or different ways so that you can cover all the bases. But the thing is, is you have to bring yourself to the part in the realm of a voice that they want that they might not even know what they want until they hear it. And right. that I've been told a lot. Mm -hmm. Like at my very first biggie, you know, show, um, Clifford's Puppy Days, when they told me so that I got the part. Slower. Clifford's Puppy, Puppy Days. Days. Um, they said, when we heard you, we just knew that that's what we wanted. So, yeah. you know, but I just remember, you know, there's usually, um, like a description, right. you know, shy or kind or nice or rambunctious or, you know, forceful or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's completely different. Clifford's Puppy Days, Juniper Lee. Oh, in fact, Juniper Lee, I wasn't even going to audition for it because she was Asian and I I wasn't put on the list to oh. audition for it. Yeah. And I was like, do I have to be Asian? Can't, can't I audition? And I got that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, no. Was your audition Asian though or no? No. See? But I've auditioned for lots of things that I didn't get. Yeah. And, you know, I try and sometimes I even follow up. I call my agent. I'm like, who got Why that? Why didn't I get yeah. that? Yeah. Well, sometimes I get everything I, else. Sometimes I kind of want to know, like, did they go another way? Mm -hmm. Is it someone with a totally raspy Was voice? Was I close? Was yeah. I close? Did you cast a man instead? Mm -hmm. That happens Just a lot. to kind of figure out where you were yeah, at. Yeah, um, or kids. This is yeah. happening a lot now. Right. There's a lot Real more talented kids. kids in the business now. Yeah. Like, when I was little, I felt like I was, there weren't very many of me's, you know, who mm -hmm. could sing and dance and play the piano yeah. and act and stuff. And now they're everywhere. Yeah. They are, so, factory. Yeah. <laughs> there's a factory somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So so when there's a picture, blah, blah, bringing you, when there's not. When there's not, it's sometimes it's a little harder. But hopefully you read the description and they really will mm -hmm. kind of tell you what they want. And you just have to sort of read between the lines and yeah. then, again, bring yourself to it and give it your all and keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. Now, when you send that audition out, I'm getting personal now. Well, I don't. My agent down. does. He's going Barbara Walters okay, so, now. Okay, but when you send it to your agent, yeah, because you do that, right? They yep. don't come and get it from you, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Although in the olden days, we went <laughs> to the know, agent's office and yeah. recorded it there. Yeah, now yeah, we can yeah. record from home, yeah, yeah. in our pajamas. Um, yeah. Um, so when you send out your MP3 to your agent, yep, you hit send. Do you just forget about it? Or no. You don't. No. Okay. Um, on some, if it feels like it's really important, and you know, you don't know what's really important. You yeah. can't tell if it's like a little part or a big part mm -hmm. or a show that's picked up or not picked up. Um, every once in a while, I'll either re-listen to it or I do actually send it to my agent, not just to the booth, and I'll say, "Can you listen to this?" Because sometimes there's this there's this new thing now with this new style of non-acting, mm -hmm. which is really weird because it's like. Mm. Non-acting. <laughs> what really, is non-acting? It really sounds like you can't act. Yeah. And um, sometimes when they want to go that way, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I have them listen. And then sometimes she's like, yeah, that just sounded too blah. Um, and then I do it the way I would have done it in the first place. And she's like, right. yeah, that's what they right. wanted. And then so. you book it. 
Well, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'm not. I don't. I don't do. I mean, I do animation, but I'm not like Miss uh, Promo. I mean, how many promos sound like me? Um, Miss Commercial. Coming up next on Nick. Well, those yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. But now they have promo people. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not. Yeah. Let's see. Commercials, promos, games. I don't do that many games. You know, because I play small creatures. Right. Yeah. Not a lot of dying games with small animals. No, yeah. yeah, and I don't play a warrior princess cuz right. I'm just not really a warrior princess. <laughs> and they there are these be. like warrior princesses you, and I'm just the, not. <laughs> yeah, but it, you could be the voice of, you know, whatever they paint. Yes, that's yeah. true, but that's if they're envisioning that I know, in their right. head. Sometimes they like the opposite. Sometimes Ask Laura a question. Live. She's ready um, for another one. Laura. Okay, so you um Doc McStuffins is such a great show and it's really it's it's really resonating with the kids and with the parents because it's really helping children not be fearful of doctors to understand yeah. more about their health and their and self care and all of that. So, I mean, what if you found you have a wonderful fan base, so supportive all over the world? What if you found with your character Lammy, who's so cute, I can't even stand it, her little skirt and the cuddling. Ugh, I can't stand it. All my stuffed animals have names and voices, and so no. this is like my mothership. But, um, but what have you found that really being a part of that cast has meant for you as an actor and, and as just a, a, a woman. Mm -hmm. as a well, first I feel really lucky that I got the part. I mean, I don't yeah. get all the parts. Right. Um, so that was, that was a, a really lucky, lucky thing. Um, it really has, I feel like Doc McStuffins is going to change the world. Like, it really has. Mm -hmm. uh, you go into doctor's offices and they're just, they say, oh, Thank you. I mean, thank you. It really has changed how children come into doctors. They can get shots. They're like, ooh, look, an otoscope. I mean, you know, yeah. check me. And I, I mean, it's changed everything. And we've hit, we've hit so many great storylines from, I mean, you know, itchies or whatever they use. Right. They can't use the real words right. like yeah. lice or something. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, surgery and being put to sleep and... Besides just, you know, brush your teeth, wash your hands, right. um, go to bed, eat good food. And, I mean, we're talking stitches and surgery and broken limbs and in a wheelchair and glasses and amputees. And mm -hmm. they don't use that word, but yeah. um, it's just, it's a phenomenon. It's really, yeah. really great. It really great. is. Yeah. And, and can you do a little bit of your character, what it sounds like? Um, Lammy. Hi, I'm Lammy. And I can give you lots and lots of cuddles. Thank you. Bah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome, man. I love it. Your parents must be very, very proud. <laughs> um, extremely proud. Lurch uh, will be going to medical school over the weekend. All those thousands weekend. of dollars that we spent. <laughs> no, there on was legal no legal fees. No, it was kidding. me. I know it yeah. was you. Yeah, I paid for college and law school. Wow. Okay, so true or false? You left or skipped completely or left early your Fordham University Law School graduation yeah. to perform. Yeah, I was doing Peter Pan at the time. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to get your priorities straight. I got to go. <laughs> um, I did my first Peter Pan during college, and then I did my next Peter Pan, um, yeah, at the end of law school. That's so funny. I love it. Yeah. I and then, actually, in my first law job, um, I was going from one um, place to another, and then that you first summer. Peter Pan? You no, came no, in but I left for a summer and did two shows in Blowing Rock, North Carolina, to do summer stock because I had already said I would. Right. So. I love it. It's like you were playing the role of a lawyer. <laughs> I was, yeah. but I wore sneakers. Yeah.
Well, that's all we have for part one with Laura Jill Miller. We're going to be back next week with part two, so tune in. Yes, we will. And keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to watch us on YouTube. We love you guys. Thanks so much for watching. And just remember, you, you always, always have, have time for, for a little, little buzz, buzz, baby. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.